Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Bearded Men here on BeardedMenRadio.com, Apple iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, where great podcasts are given away for free. My name is Adam. It is a pleasure to be with you tonight. And first of all, thank you to all the uh, fans and listeners that we have all across the world in 64 different countries uh, at the time of this recording. And we appreciate your support, your listenership, and please uh, tell your friends about us if you can and uh, read us on uh, Facebook and Spotify and Get us some even more listeners. We would love that. Um, tonight, we have a, a special uh, short episode for you where you're gonna, we're going to discuss what is grinding our gears. Um, as is tradition with this, there's uh, no introductions, no mercy. And uh, we're going to tell you guys what's what's pissing us off this week. And um, as is tradition, I'm going to get started. Well, I'm, bu- I'm, by the way, joined by Bearded Lady Casey and Bearded Man Tyler. Uh, guys, really great crew as always. Um, guys, let me tell you what's grinding my gears tonight. Um, it feels like, and I think a lot of our listeners will be, uh, resonate with this feeling. It seems like the, the bigger that Netflix gets, the shittier, the overall quality of the shows are, um, it feels like a lot of Netflix now is just being filled up with Netflix originals that kind of resemble the kind of crap that you would find on like daytime TV, like really low grade movies, like with very formulaic plots, um, half-ass acting. And it feels like the more stuff that's on Netflix, the less stuff that really stands out to me. Like it's kind of, it's being weakened. Whereas before when Netflix started up, there was a, a few shows that came out, but they were also really good. Like house of cards era, that kind of thing. Um, whereas now it seems like they're producing so much stuff, including reality TV. That's just straight up, you know, garbage. And you're kind of just like flooded with this crap that keeps coming at you and stuff that frankly, if you were living in a different era, the TV broadcast era, you would never watch it, but because it's on Netflix and it's easy and it's accessible and you kind of just turned your mind off, there's tons of people watching this stuff. Um, of course, there's always good stuff that'll stand out and jump out at you, but I just feel like what's grinding my gears is the overall quality of Netflix these days. Like it's just prices are going up and frankly, quality is not going up. So love to hear your thoughts about it, but it's what's really pissing me off this week. Um, I would, I would, tend to agree with you i i think um i think they still put good stuff out but i think they're just like they're such a machine now that they're just rapid firing pushing things out left and right absolutely and it's almost like for every 20 shows that come out one's good whereas like before it was like for every like four shows that came out two were good like it's the 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 margin is crazy big and i think netflix is great in that they tend to give their filmmakers and showrunners yeah, almost full freedom, but at the same time, what comes along with that is full freedom. You get a lot of good, unique things that maybe Hollywood wouldn't take a chance on, or or prime time television. But you're going to get a lot of turrets too, because there's going to be people who probably have a lot of crappy ideas that are getting funding for garbage. Well, I think there's two categories to it. You know, there's some really incredible stuff where they just give give a filmmaker like Ryan Johnson. Like I just watched the Glass Onion. Uh, which was the Knives Out sequel. And that was really incredible. I just watched The Gray Man with um, Ryan Gosling, and that was a great film. It seems like when they give like a good director or a good filmmaker like 
you know, money to do what they want to do. It comes out pretty well. But then you also feel like they're kind of moneyballing a lot of these shows where they, you know, they have an amazing amount of data on the people that are watching these shows and what they're watching and what they're responding well to more than any other broadcaster in the history of the world. And it feels like a lot of it's formulaic around what their metrics are. And you're starting to see the same kind of stuff over and over again. And it's just it's sort of the irony yeah. of like taking this whole, like, you know, I'm doing air quotes, like data approach is the idea yeah. that becomes yeah. your formulaic approach. Like, there was a good show that I really enjoyed season one of called archive 81 and it ends season one ends on a cliffhanger. So you want to see season two mm-hmm. and they canceled, they didn't renew it for season two and you don't really get an answer why, cause it's all just data based. And even yeah. though it seems to have actually pulled in a lot of viewers, you're still, they, they never give reasons as to why a show gets renewed and why one doesn't. They just, they don't, they don't have to, they don't yeah. have to. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, that's the other interesting part is that we don't know what really what the viewership is for a lot of these things. You know, a show that you could really like might, might you might be the only one watching it and you'd never know. So yeah. it's interesting. Um, Tyler, what about you? What's running your gears tonight? What's grinding my gears is that I feel as though there is no place on the Internet particularly in forms of social media that cannot be overtaken and eventually ruined by influencers. <laughs> and if there's any cool sort of niche app out there, um, it eventually just gets turned into something else by influencer culture and it then gets monetized. I mean, this has happened with YouTube where you have all these talking heads. YouTube's predominantly just like talking heads now. TikTok is that, or it's just like people like making food. Right. There's all these weird food videos on Instagram now, and there's all these people just like, you know, shaking their ass. Instagram started out as literally just a place for people to like, like as like a place for originally just like photographers, and it's not that anymore. Reddit, um, most of the big channels on Reddit, you can't even go there to actually learn anything. I'll say there are some like niche circles in Reddit where you can actually go and like learn real information, like something as cool as like ultralight backpacking would be like an example we can like learn a lot of things like any of the big mainstream channels are just so drowned out that any there's no benefit to them existing anymore and it just feels like every form of social media every app goes down that road it's just kind of like makes me hate the internet so like you know the internet is such an amazing thing but it's also sort of this other end where it just gets totally turned into a product to make money and then influencer culture once there's a way to monetize it influencer culture comes in and takes over and it's just absurd that's Um, capitalism baby there you go well you Um, you mentioned it it's such a analogy for the internet as a whole i mean it's just it used to be at at one point it had so much promise to be such a you know way to learn and really grow society (laughs) and it turned into this fucking train wreck twitter twitter's another example where it's just like taking over by influencers and it's just like it's yeah and and it doesn't necessarily so it doesn't mean valuable voices are going to be elevated either a lot of idiots are going to get elevated similar to like netflix you know a lot of a lot of trash is going to get elevated in the process it's even happening to linkedin a little bit which is insane yeah ever happened but there's now even like linkedin influencers like how did that happen 
I, I'm still blown away when I go on LinkedIn and I see LinkedIn influencers. I, I, I'm, I'm. It's getting very spammy. LinkedIn yeah. is getting very spammy these days. Yeah. Um, and it it just makes me. It, I mean, it just makes me think at some point every like cool niche corner of the internet just gets taken over. It it will. Yeah. <laughs> and it does. Yeah, it's fair. It's a very depressing grind my gears, but it's kind of what it's become. And uh, there's so many people buying into it, though. You know, it's it's really. It's like, I don't know, it's created mass appeal in a terrible way. Yes. But, I mean, even if you think about it, there's just so much more. There's so many more people and there's so much more attention on this stuff. Like we've been doing uh, this. We've been doing this podcast. We were doing broadcast before, but we it, it was always a podcast too. And we've been doing it for eight years now. And think how many more podcasts there are now than there were eight years ago when we started. Oh, it's insane. It's insane. Absolutely. Insane. For like every topic you can think of now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And many that you can't think of. <laughs> it's yeah. Really nuts. But yeah, it's a fair, it's a fair grandma gears. Um Bearded Lady Casey, what's about what about you? What's grinding your gears tonight? Oh man, what a depressing grind grind my gears. Yeah, this is a bad one. <laughs> I'm gonna make it worse. Oh All right. good. I know by the time this comes out, it's gonna be late January. So hopefully people have recovered a bit from the holiday season at the moment. Uh, and that is specifically Elf on a Shelf. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Elf on a Shelf, um, but it's yes. this, like yeah. it's like this little toy elf that leading up to Christmas, you have to like move around the house and he's mischievous and I guess gets into trouble and it's a way to like hype kids up for the holiday season. I don't have fucking time for that. Like, I don't have time to come up with creative ways to keep up with other moms on fucking Instagram and how they're overdoing mom culture for the holidays. I ain't got time for it. I don't care. I'm just trying to raise like good humans that are like pumped to get some Christmas gifts. I'm not trying to make memories out of every single moment of the day. Calm down. (laughs) I'm tired. Like stop adding more things to my plate. When when did it become a thing? Because I feel like I only heard about it within the last couple of years. Like Let me I, tell you when the surveillance elf became a thing in 2005. <laughs> 2005. Uh, okay. Yeah. And right. it's like, it's tradition in my household. Well, you know what my tradition is that there's whiskey in my coffee on Christmas morning. I'm <laughs> like, Merry Christmas. That's also yeah. an obnoxious type of influencer on social media as well is like, like the holiday mom. Oh yeah. Oh my God. And you know what? If you have the time and energy and money to do that, great. But don't look at me and be like, oh, where's your elf on a shelf tonight? In Target, where you probably left it. Because I'm not buying it. It's not coming in my house. (laughs) No. You know what a really good grind my gears is too on this subject is like there's always some person at the office or someone, a friend or you know a tangential friend or something who always does like an extra step at Christmas and then expects that, and it gets shocked that you don't do it. Like uh, there's someone like I work with who is like, Oh, (laughs) somebody said to him, I was in a conversation. They're like, Oh, do you leave milk and cookies out for Santa? And she's like, well, yeah, but I also leave carrots, you know, for the reindeer, for the reindeer, for the reindeer. And I, and like she's like you you mean you don't do that you don't <laughs> it's like this big <laughs> unbelievable thing 
Like, like, well, you must, you must, you have to do that too. It's like, yeah, yeah, like it's like what in what in God's name? Like, don't you have anything better to do than think of this this crap that, and then make other people feel guilty about it? Like, it's I'm just for you know having traditions and making memories with your family, but it feels like more now. It's like it's an obligation to post your matching Christmas pajamas photos, and like to have yes, know, yeah. and no, I. I've got time for your extra social obligation. Like, no. <laughs> a very good uh, grind my gears in any season, but especially <laughs> this season. Very good. All I'm saying is come Christmas Day, you're going to find me whiskey and coffee. Everybody's got pajamas. They don't match. <laughs> like, we're having. There, there's no elf on the shelf. <laughs> there's no carrots. <laughs> No. It's just me and my Irish uh, coffee. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, hi. Thanks for uh, telling us what grinds your gears, everybody. Please, uh, please uh, email us and let us know what's grinding your gears. Uh, email us at the show at beardedmenradio.com. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, please join us again uh, next Sunday night. We'll be uh, airing a classic Bearded Men uh, episode. And we hope you'll enjoy that too. And uh, please uh, tell your friends and, and share our our shows uh, wherever possible but thank you to the panel thanks again to the listeners uh we have a great time doing the show we're glad that you guys enjoy it too uh until next time thanks very much and goodbye for now